Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 124. This interview is with Ludovic Dujardin, a French serial entrepreneur who has launched a number of vibrant Facebook fan pages, one of which hit 1 million fans, Petit Bambou, which he manages personally. Few are the community managers who have created and managed such a large number of fans. Ludovic gives us the history of the site, which was launched in January 2012, and some tips and tricks as to how he manages such a large community, and some lessons for social media managers. Warning, it's a lot about attitude and mindset. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, author of TheMindset.com, that's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Minter Dialogue Show. Today, I have sometimes a little cartoon character, but sometimes a, a, a perfectly wonderful real man, Ludovic Dujardin, who's piped in from Lille. And Ludovic's someone I met uh, just really a few months ago. He is a, an extraordinary character on a mission, and uh, so I really wanted to introduce you to him. So Ludovic, tell us, tell us more about who you are, where you come from, if you will, what your past is, and uh, what's your mindset? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a 38-years-old French guy. Uh, I'm in North France, um, and I'm an engineer, actually, in computer science. Um, it's been it's been 15 years now that I'm working on the market, um, and I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I've created you know several companies. Um, I've worked in the United States, you now back in France, and and my mindset today, um, I feel pretty relaxed, and actually, I must say, I feel pretty happy. Which is cool. It was maybe it's because it's Saturday morning, but um, so Ludovic, tell us some of some of the types of businesses you started up. So I started. Um, I started. You know, the first company I've created was with a friend, and, and I created a knee business company. It's just a website. You can visit it. It's absolutemontdesign.com. and it's it's, it's a old it's an old website right now, but it's still working. And and that's when I started actually to to develop some code actually uh, because I was I was more into consulting before, and I just learned that from scratch and and started this company and and then I moved to companies where uh, it's less about selling but more about uh, doing some traffic online uh, more about content, and and now I'm into a more Personal project, so it's less it's less business oriented. I mean, of course, it's business oriented, but it's uh, it's more it's more um, uh, linked to my uh, to what I think is right and what I think is good for you know for people. Your passion, my passion, absolutely. So, how did you get to the states? What were you doing over in Silicon Valley? Oh, sorry, say it again. What were you doing over in the states? Oh, this was right after my my studies. Um, uh, I wanted to, you know, to I, I've done all my studies in France and all my studies in north of France, and I felt a little, you know, I felt like I was in a narrow place. So I just wanted to open my mind, and the best place for that I thought at that time was Silicon Valley, and so I literally bought a ticket, um, flight tickets, and fly there. And you know, I had one friend that could. You know, uh, 
welcomed me for you know, sleeping on the coach and, and then I found a job there. Uh, it was a really funny experience. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the bad news that it was in uh, back in the year 2000, and so we were right before the bubble burst. So I had to come back after a year and a half when the bubble had burst because you know couldn't have, couldn't have any visa visa at that time. But that was a wonderful experience. Mm. And um, coding, Ludovic. How 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 did you get into coding, and what kind of tips would you give to people who are saying oh, hmm, I should get into coding? Oh, that's that's really strange because coding in France uh, is not uh, is doesn't have a good reputation actually. Um, people don't like coders. Uh, Why? And Why so, is that? Why is that? Is that the, because you know you're sort of like a, a geek, or what is it? What's the problem? Yeah, we, we I think we have problems. With, um, it's, it's not a problem, but it, it's we didn't we didn't have you know enough success story of of uh, engineer uh, succeeding in the in the market. I mean, in the US they have Mark Zuckerberg, they have Larry Page, Eric Schmidt. And the Bill Gates, all those guys were engineers, and so, so it's really inspiring for a lot of people. In France, we we don't have those those type of success built out out of an engineer, you know, brain. So, so you know, in France, the the business is led by by business guy, basically, right. <laughs> not by not by engineers. And so that when I when I finished my studies, I say, hey, I don't want to be a coder. I want to be in business. Uh, so I started to. You know, to to do some consulting, to do what you know what people do when we want to grow into business, and then at one time, I figured out that you know I loved coding because um, not because really of the technical aspect of it, but because of the uh, of the creativity uh, it demands, and and to have this uh, this skill to build what you what I can imagine. See what I, see what I mean? I just yeah. will have projects. Imagine my projects, and I have the skill to build it and and I felt that was really a tremendous skill so I, I um, invested in it time and energies bought a lot of books <laughs> and, and I found at, at the end of the day uh, I think I'm a pretty decent coder and so you know for people who are not you know specifically code friendly what types of languages are you good at or do you love and, and uh, are there ones you're studying and want to get better at uh, I try to stick to uh, you know to, because because coding I, I think PHP is basically you know the the basis of coding because a lot of systems are based on that and and but I try to learn new language as I go because of course you know technology evolves so Ruby on Rails Node.js and all this little stuff but it's not um, to me it's not really a matter of um, of knowing languages it's more a matter of um, of uh, um, of, of wanting to build. Now, if you want to build something, then you're going to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, once you know, once you know the principles, key principles, then language changes. It's like you know, you want to travel to Argentina. Yeah, you're going to learn, learn Spanish. But if you know the grammar, the grammar, mm -hmm. grammar, grammar, uh, yeah. then it's going to be easy. Yeah. So, I'm more a guy who you know just wants to know the, the this this grammar, and and then I'll learn any language I need. You know, to to build. Because I yeah, had to build what I want. I don't want to learn language for language. I want to learn language for what they can uh, give to me when I want to build something. For a project. Yeah, so, you know, basically it's about having the right mindset. Absolutely. So, Ludovic, um, you have uh, this... The thing that brought us together was that you are, are particularly well-known for the uh, creation of a Facebook page 
called Pudgy Bamboo. And of course, this is a character. He's a, a zen-like little cartoon. He happens to resemble you a little bit because he has as little hair as you. <laughs> and and he has nearly a million fans. At some point, yeah, I understood that you were the seventh largest media in France. Tell us about the creation of Petit Bamboo. Yeah, to be, uh, yeah, the seventh media is according to, to this website called socialbakers.com that monitors the fan page. And I used to, I used to be seventh. Now there's a new, new fan page uh, that, uh, that are above me, especially, you know, stars fan page singers. And sure, stuff. sure. But the, um, you know, I was I was working on uh, I was working on uh, all those Facebook pages for my business for traffic reasons and and so I was try, trying to to understand how to build those communities and with with uh, with a lot of uh, with a lot of success not a lot of success but with success actually I have managed you know, several communities over five hundred thousand fans and at one point I, um, I say hey uh, let's let's take a step back here and do something you you feel like is right or you feel like is um, is good for people, and I always thought, like uh, as an individual, that uh, you know, happiness is within everybody, everyone, every single one of us. And a lot of people, in my opinion, are trying to find happiness elsewhere. You know, they're trying to waiting on the government to make the right decision to make them happy, waiting on their boss, waiting. I say that's wrong. That's wrong. Well, you, you know, if you want to, you know, feel good and and experience happiness, you have to look in, inside you. And that's why I came up with this idea of Petit Bamboo, which is a, which is a, a simple way to me for, to give some you know, triggers to people so they can say, hey, wait, I'll, I'll step back a little bit, look inside me, have, have nice thoughts, uh, which are always positive. And, and, and then I'll, I'll probably make a little step uh, towards my happiness. And so... And so I created this Petit Bamboo page with this character, and it worked really well, actually, because for a lot of reasons, but it worked really well, yes. And it's nearly a million fan, and I'm really happy to, to, to have studied that. To share, and to share happiness. So, Absolutely. Uh, Ludovic Dujardin, you have, you've got a million fans, but tell us how you came about the million fans. I mean, that whole magic that happened in that short period I mean, you need to give us a little bit of an insight onto how on earth did that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's that's sounds really strange for a lot of people because uh, the the way I've done it is um, the way I've done it is by studying how to to take uh, the most I could from you know, Facebook APIs, and it's really from a technical perspective that I've built this community, um, and the results were really impressive actually because uh, I haven't spent a dime on it. Except for my time, of course, and and I've recreated this you know, one thousand one million fans uh, in about in about a week, uh, a little bit less than that, uh, without any post actually. So it's, it was not a it was not a matter of of um, of what I was saying. It was a matter of uh, of kind of kind of technology to to help the viral uh, process to happen. And you know, as a matter of fact, it has worked very well, and it has worked for all the communities as well. Uh, but then afterwards, when, once you get this million fan, you know, from this uh, you know, from this uh, technical skill, maybe the key is to to keep them and to and this is not the key, which sounds a little bit disruptive, but um, I don't want you know some people that are not really fans. I don't like this fan word, but you know, followers or interested in my subject. To, to stay on the 
the family company, on the company, on the fan page, sorry. Mm -hmm. So I, I've, I've asked people to leave, uh, you know, by sending posts like, hey, if you don't like Petit Bambou, and if you don't want to hear about, you know, what I'm going to, about to say, please unlike, with, you know, all, with all the process to unlike, you know, in a little, little cartoon. It worked pretty well. Actually, a lot of people haven't liked it. <laughs> All right, well, so what, what I need to, to make a um, to understand better is in that API world and the and the system that you used without even spending a dime. What was the the mechanism that you used to land you with that community that with hopefully. A, a, a strong link with the desire to be on that page. In other words, it wasn't just a million people who showed up, but there was a million people who had a, a relevance for your page. Tell us a little bit how that worked. Yeah, the, the, um, the, the key to this is to make every single people who is interested in your fan page um, make, the, make the, your uh, advertising uh, to their friends. No. So if people was liking the fan page, then I had to find a way that they could, you know, register to one of the applications in the fan page and not this application in the fan page and share the results of this application to, to all their friends and give some, some will uh, to, his, to their network to, to join just to, you know, play the same application or like the page. And... There's nothing magical here. It's, it's just, you know, having people, having your community advertise for you, basically. So the idea was you actually created a, a, a survey or a questionnaire that says, oh, look what I did. I, I'm happy. I'm not happy. Some kind of game like that. And then you could share that result with the other friends that incited them to play the same game. Absolutely. 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 And the, the, um, but there's, there's a lot of, maybe it's not the place to talk about that, but the, um, there's a lot of uh, detail because everybody has understood this uh, yeah. basically, and there's a lot of details to you know, to to take care of if you want this, this viral process to be to to be unleashed <laughs> basically. And there's you know there's one key principle: what what can kill a viral process will do it actually. So if you have any single uh, worries about you know something that might stop this process, it will do it. So just just find a way to 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 go around this. Well, there's a few principles like this. I, I like this also Kiss principle because uh, uh, I like this band actually. Oh. Kiss. It's just like keep it stupid and simple. I mean, if it's not stupid and simple, people will not invest you know ten minutes at a time, you know, to to do it. Or few people will do it. And if few people will do it, then the viral process will not work. So, you know, there's a few principles like this, there's a few stuff you have to understand about, you know, how Facebook monitors this, because obviously Facebook doesn't really like those kind of process, because they want to, you know, sell fans, they want to, you know, sell advertising for fans, they don't want, you know, people to invent process to recruit fans freely. So, so you have to know, to know all the rules, or know, uh, you know what you can do, what you can't do, and, and find, you know, the space between the rules to... to Please. Right, and so the rules yeah. changed, and so what you did at the creation of bon, Petit Bamboo, you can't necessarily reproduce uh, per the technical side of it again. Yeah, that's right. That, that's right. You have to um, you have to relearn actually, because uh, you know in a changing environment, you can't you can't rely on what you've learned two years ago um, to do the same the same stuff. 
but you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to do to to do it to still do it. Well, so rule number one is hire a, a very able technical programmer like yourself. All right, rule num- rule rule number two: stay up to date with what's going on. Rule number three: um, what about the content itself? So, in other words, I'm selling uh, some whatever. I'm selling. Uh, Pens, and I want to do the same thing. I want to have a million fans. Um, how do I? How important is the content itself to the success of your program? Because it sounds very technical what you're doing, in in terms of uh, you know mounting a, a system that uh, occupies people, engages them, makes them want to share, uh, and then using some sort of underneath this radar kind of components to work through the Facebook system. But the, the content itself, can anybody do it? Or is there really some need to have some specific type of content? Um, for all the communities I've built, the content was not, um, were, was not key at all in the recruitment process. So someone could sell uh, screwdrivers and someone no, could no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, yes, yes, yes. I mean, from a, from a theoretical Point of view, yes, because um, you know my, my communities are built without any uh, content. So yes, but the fact is, um, people don't want to like, people don't like on Facebook things that they didn't like before, right? Unless they want to market them. For example, um, you know, at one point I was uh, I was looking at other communities to see how the people were doing, just uh, and and so I liked the page about a closing company in France. Um, which is which doesn't have a really good reputation, basically not you know low level. And all my friends say, hey, "What do you like that?" So I was by liking this page just to follow them. The people of my networks was were kind of surprised I, I'd like this you know, this clothing company. Surely, surely you didn't want, you don't want to say that you were buying sexy clothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why you don't want to mention it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, and I didn't like with my petit bamboo character. That's a, <laughs> that G-string didn't work for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's, that's so you know, you know, trying to make people like something they didn't like before, they don't don't want to be marketed with, is um, is a is uh, is a, um, a failure, you know, yeah. announced failure. Yeah. So, so that's the wrong path. So if you're selling screwdriver. Then you you'd rather I mean I'd rather think about you know what's what is the community that want to build that want buy screwdrivers you no know, I don't electricians or you know, uh, you know do it yourself guys and stuff and I would try to gather them in a community um, that they will like like the you know the tips to to do some good work or but not not the brand so. Because if they like to, to build some stuff, then they will be happy to join a community of builders. And then you can advertise, you know, you can advertise on your brand. But if you're trying to do this with your brand, you're going to spend a lot of money and have, I think, few, you know, few active fans and few uh, bad quality of, of followers of your brand in, your, in Facebook, which is what you don't want to have, actually. Yeah. Bad fan is worse than no fan. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. 
We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. I had the great fortune, Ludovic, of running a a brand in the L'Oreal portfolio called Redken, R-E-D-K-E-N. And um, and so it's a company that's, let's say, doing around $400 million dollars. Uh, in 40 countries and has an event where we have 10,000 people coming together basically every year in Las Vegas. So it's it's rather a large community. And uh, the person who used to run education for, for, for Redkin, a woman called Christine Schuster, she taught me this. She said, build the religion and people will come to the church. Absolutely. And, and I, I really stuck with me because I think so many times whether we're in silos, departments, we have these responsibilities. We tend to create the church and then hope people will come, build the church. So I, I you know, speaking about the screwdrivers, well, let's build a, com- a community, a religion around building a passion. And then, then the church will be the brand that sells stuff at the end. But um, that, I think it's a, it's a beautiful analogy. So, 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 so you, you, you launched a Petit Bamboo you you got this gaming you know this feature that allowed for a million fans to land on it, and now you have uh, roughly a million fans, a little less as you said because you, you got them off for those who don't want to be there. Let's talk about your management of the of Petit Bamboo because I mean you know for some of us you know when we have uh, t- twenty thousand fans we're excited you know that's a big big community or twenty thousand followers, N- not nearly one million fans every time you post you know, you have the potential to lose fans and, or gain fans. And so, I mean, as we all do, but you on scale. Talk us through your strategy of posting and how you do that. Uh, that's a tough question for me to answer because uh, my, I, I don't have really a strategy here, but I have um, not, not, I mean, I've not written down a strategy. Uh, what, I, what I want to say is uh, my, my real strategy with this community as it's a community that matters to me, you know, subjects matters. It's uh, it's about you know uh, being sincere and being honest in what I'm in what I'm publishing. I don't really care about you know losing fans. If people don't like you know don't like Petit Bamboo, if they don't want to be there, then then I'm I'm really fine if they if they go away. I'm really fine if they stay as well. But so I don't feel the pressure of losing fans, and I don't have a boss you know on top of me saying, "Hey, don't lose fans." All right. So so that I don't have this this pressure at all. Well, of course, I'm happy if I, if, I, if I recruit fans using my posts, of course. But that's not the way. That's uh, that's not the purpose of my posts. So what I'm what I try to do to get you know to maximize my reach, to maximize you know my my deliverability of my posts is um, is post often, post often, and I don't post enough uh, these days because I'm working too much on, a, on, you know, on the, the project underneath Petit Bamboo. We'll talk about that. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, at least one post a day, 
um, and I'm trying to mix uh, between the formats. You know, sometimes it's text, sometimes it's, uh, it's images, sometimes it's videos. Um, just the format of it just changed because I, I guess I don't have any clue about that. But I, I know if I were Facebook, I would definitely uh, enjoy pages that with, you know, with various formats. So I'm trying to put myself in Facebook shoes and what do they like, what, what don't they like. Um, what works better, uh, of course, is images. Um, you know, if anybody is working the, in the advertising industry, they know. <laughs> I mean, images on the streets, images everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have a catchy made image because it's easy to share, you know, for, for Facebook uh, for, uh, users. And it's, it, it's the eyes, uh, you know, really, uh, really uh, fast, mm -hmm. in a fast manner. Mm -hmm. So, so that's that's what's worked best, uh, basically. But as I'm not, you know, really this, you know, working mood and doing the best post, and you know, at each time, I'm just more trying to be sincere and honest and say, hey, what can what can trigger this little this little feeling in people that are gonna read my post, saying, hey, let's let's uh, dive back into me and not wait for you know others, not not uh, make my happiness realize on others' will or decisions. But myself. How much do you use Facebook Analytics then? You know what? In, well, I do. I mean, is that a is that a daily activity for you to go back? Absolutely in? not. Absolutely not. I and and rather never log into insights. I know that uh, I should do it um, if I if I wanted to optimize. You know, I mean, so let's. Uh, I don't use insights on Petitbon. I use insights on other fan pages. You know, more business really. What I do with Petit Bamboo is I, I look at the reach, of course, of each of my posts and look at number of likes, number of shares, number of comments. Uh, I read all the comments uh, and I try to respond with the, uh, to answer to questions, of course. Uh, so I want to be nice with all the people that are expecting something from me. Um, but I, I don't log into analytics uh, to, uh, inst to Facebook inside to, to check out how many fans I've lost, how many fans I've won. I mean, it's, it's more, uh, I, I say, it was not, not really a business fan page. It was more a mission fan page. A mission. A mission is a big word in French. I mean, uh, I, maybe in English it's less, it's less. It still has strong connotations. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, this one guy who's saying, oh, I have a mission on Earth, so it's to make people happy. Okay. Uh, that's that's booze. No, I, I'm, I'm not like this. I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm happy to give uh, a little, you know, hints or triggers mm -hmm. to make people happy. And and then it's, you know, it's their process. It's not mine. I mean, yeah. it's not mine. And uh, I don't want, I don't even want people to be thankful, you know, to me for that. You know, just, just, I just, just, mm, uh, seeding some seeds of you know of um, of well-beingness, uh -huh. and if they grow, they grow. But that's not me who make them grow. It's people who make them grow. That's for sure. Um, you you can contribute to it, but um, all right. So if you don't look at insights, do you have do you specifically look at when you post, or you just do that when you happen to have time, or do you or do you still program it when you know there's a large amount of audience uh, who's going to be online? Uh, there's, there's one period, uh, there's one short period where it's really key uh, to the success of your post. Is what, we, what I call, or what we call, the honeymoon period on Facebook. When you post, then you you stay on top of the of the feeds, news feeds, for people for a really short amount of time, like ten seconds. And then, according to to what happened with your post during this, this short period of time, like number of likes, number of shares, number of, then then you will stay. Long, 
counter on top of the news feeds or you, you go down. So when I post, of course, I, I do watch, you know, what's going on in the first minute. You know, do I have 100 likes, 500 likes, 10 likes? And then give me, I, I, I can predict, you know, after that one minute, what's my post uh, uh, performance is going to be. Uh, although, I, it's more, it's more about um, having clues about, you know, what is going to be. Because if my post doesn't work, I'm, I'm not going to blame myself. Say, okay, it doesn't work. You know, fine. You know, people don't need it. If they don't need it, don't, if they don't need it. So, actually, I'm pretty happy if people don't need my post that they don't see it. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm happy with this. Um, but yes, so uh, so I watch I watch my posts when I when I post them. Um, yeah, I, I when I say the one minute, yeah, I definitely look at them in one minute, the first minute, and and she's the post is on the, on my second screen for yeah I don't I don't know five or ten minutes. So refresh, refresh, see what's going on, respond to the first uh, to the first comments. Sometimes sometimes they correct me because I you know I did misspell or a typo or whatever. So I want to be there to just to correct it before I have too many too many likes. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the way I do it. So, so the fact is, when you post, uh, you you have you're less it seems focused on the moment, the hour, like nine o four in the morning, or before everyone goes to school or whatever, uh, but more about being there when you post it, so that when people are commenting, you're commenting in it, and that's going to help bring keep the engagement level on the post in that honeymoon period. So it stays uh, up on top of people's um, f uh, f uh, their, their their streams. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that's uh, you know that's that's because it's not a business, um, and it's because of, also this is the topic of the of the community. Because I, I I need to post when I when I feel like posting. So my <clears throat> so my my post uh, looks sincere and look you know look uh, no not not look is the bad word is sincere and is honest. Um, not faking it. So I can't, you know, if I was, if I were telling myself, uh, right, it's uh, 6 p.m., you have to post, then I'd probably post some, something that doesn't, um, that doesn't suit me really well. I need to be, you know, to be in the mood of what I want to say to people, maybe link to a little bit of uh, um, actuality, actuality, news. Yeah, news. And, mm -hmm. um, or not. But so so I don't plan, you know. I don't have a plan. It's more like when I when I feel like doing it. If if it was business, then then I would, I would you know would say uh, I would recommend to post you know early in the morning and and early in the evening, like at nine. You know, so people when the, at eight thirty, people they log in to see your post, or uh, you know seven p.m., which are known to be the best you know spots to um, uh, to post. Yeah, for your community. Yeah. I, you know, and, and and surely that must be you have a, a thought about that in your mind, but you you don't get omnibili. You're not you know totally obsessed by those time periods. Yeah, to me, it's like you know, it's like meditation, and uh, it's like you know, you don't you don't choose a time where you want to meditate. You know, sometimes you feel like meditating. Of course, you can you can you know force yourself to meditate, uh, you know, early in the morning or not. But sometimes you're not going to feel like it, so you you want to meditate like maybe two hours later, or just before lunch, or. And it's the same for my posts, you know, and just like, yeah, whenever I feel like doing it, I do it. All right, a last question on the Facebook page before we get into Petit Bambou with uh, the new generation, the new journey. Um, edge rank. So Facebook has had a, 
um, I would say, uh, almost predictable desire to strangle the reach of posts. And, and so we've gone down to a natural level of reach, which, according to who you speak to, is anywhere, you know, 2 7%. Um, how, do you, how do you see that? And uh, do you see it going to zero? And, and more specifically, how do you manage to uh, work through that? And, uh, or do you think that ultimately, if, you, if, you know, if this were a business, you would need to have some Facebook ads to continue to get growth? The way the way I uh, I see that the, um, is to me it's uh, Facebook as a um, must put some interesting thing on the newsfeed of people if they want to survive right because imagine what if you were logging to Facebook and you see only advertising that you don't want right so then you would not log into Facebook anymore and say okay that's you know that's only advertising so so they have to. Uh, put in the newsfeed what people want, and what they've decided is that what people want is their network activity, network, you know, picture of your wife, picture of your kids, picture of the kids of your friends, and so this goes up to the on, on the stream, of course, and and fan pages, what kind of downgraded? Uh, but my belief is uh, is is if people really want to see your post, then they're going to be in the newsfeed in the newsfeed because Facebook has an interest into this. If people want to see your post, if Facebook doesn't post, people are going to be kind of kind of uh, pissed, I would say. So, and a lot of people, people were actually uh, because they didn't see my my post anymore. So they, they wrote to people and they say, "Hey, what's going on?" Say, "Okay, you, know, you can click on the bottom, get notifications, so you get notified every time I do a post." And so, just doing a little bit of teaching there, but uh, my 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 guess, my 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 guess, and what I want and what I think is right is that you know if Facebook displays you know content from good web pages, you know from web pages that are not too commercial, that they bring something to people, then people are going to like them, and people are going to and Facebook are going to recognize that people likes you know, good posts from good fan page, and they're going to promote them by themselves. So it's easier when you're talking about happiness and when you open some booth and when you have a fan page of screw driving. But we are back to this, you know, church and religion. Yeah. You better, you know, I don't like church and religion analogy for Petit Bambou because Petit right. Bambou is totally without religion. I understand. But the but yeah, if you, if you, if you, build, you know, people are willing to see posts from religions, they're not willing to see posts that you know on, on the church. Right. So. so so in, in, your, uh, in your world, can you tell us a little bit what your typical reach is? And are you gaining fans? Is that still uh, happening? Because, or have you reached a maturity in your numbers? Because you're a French site. So you know, you're not going to be really hitting the American market with a French language page at the moment. Tell us yeah. a bit about that. Uh, no, I'm not gaining any fan. I'm, uh, I, was, I was losing fan, as, as we said. Um, yeah. uh, uh, before, uh, because I was asking people to leave. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, not asking, suggesting. People. Yeah. And uh, the now, now I'm, I'm I'm flat actually. Uh, I uh, I win you know win three or four hundred fans a, a week, and I lose uh, about the same. Sometimes it's a little bit more, sometimes it's a little bit less. And my reach is uh, about when I do a good um, good animation, which is not every week because of uh, other other things in my mind right now. Um, I get to one one million, you know, one million reach, basically one million different user. 
And when I'm bad, I'm 507. And when I'm good, I'm about 1.5 million. What, what I mean good is meaning doing 20 posts a week, right? So I get to 1.5 million with 20 posts a week. Yeah. You know, five posts a week and 1 million and two posts a week, you know, 507. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, um, super. Now, now, Ludovic, uh, you have been busy recently and uh, doing a new project or a new, let's say, uh, chapter in Petit Bambou. Tell us about where you're going with uh, this new project. Yeah, as you said, the, there's a church regionology is, is, is a good way to explain it. Um, at one point, you know, I had this, this fan page and this, uh, this will to trigger happiness uh, to, to, to people. And, and I discovered meditation. Uh, that was two years ago with a friend of mine who said, hey, you should, try, you should try meditation. I mean, you, you should try for yourself, not for anybody else. And I tried that, and I really enjoyed it. And, um, and I think it's a really cool way, really cool and really effective way, actually, to, to find this happiness uh, that, is, you know, like, that is within you. Within you. Maybe under, under layers, you know, maybe, but it's within you. And meditation just helped that. It's a skill you learn, and then you apply the skill, you know, to 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 to, to good things you want to happen in your life, right? And so I discovered meditation, and which uh, I'm, I'm practicing, of course, and uh, not of course, but yes, I do. And uh, and there was a there was a perfect match with Petit Bambou mission. Actually, say, hey, let's give people, you know, instead of only only little hints. To trigger to trigger this desire of happiness or to change their mindset to to be more to be more happy. Uh, only you know, in with with uh, videos or images that what I was doing on Petit Bambou, let's give them the opportunity to to add this this meditation skill to to their personal to their people to, to themselves. So we've been working uh, a lot to 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 launch this meditation you know, service in the market and it's it's just like right, brand new out of the box <laughs> brand new it's, it's just starting i haven't even talked about it on petit on the fan page because it's too new <laughs> so i want to have a little bit of feedbacks before uh, you know before before i do the big launch and it's um so it's i, I picture it as a really the 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 Next for next step of Petit Bambou, you know, mission, and and I'm not gonna hide behind you know, this mission to say it's not a business. Of course, it's a sure. business because I want to make my living out of it. And but I feel this it's the first time I'm in business. I'm in a business that is really deep down connected to what I think is right. Well, so when when we talk about Petit Bambou, yeah. we, we it would be uh, I would say. Um, a disservice not to talk about the the mindfulness uh, movement and everything that Headspace is doing over in the states. Yeah. The, would you say that that's the same kind of current that you're going in? Absolutely, absolutely. It's a uh, it's uh, it's medita mindfulness meditation. Uh, absolutely, and I must say, I must, I must say I, I have the pleasure to say that I'm a Headspace user. I love meditating on Headspace. I meditate more on space than I do. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I think I think our are, are really good, you know really good quality meditation. But I can't you know as I'm working on this, I can't meditate by listening to the guy I'm, uh, which is uh, right next to me you know, working <laughs> on this program. Because I'm always focusing on on bad thoughts, on uh, thoughts you don't want to have in meditation. Like 
know, is it good enough? Is right. this, you know, resume right. school? So I, I just just can't can do it. Maybe I need to to grow my skill of meditations to be able to do it. So I'm, I'm still using, you know, this this Headspace uh-huh. application, which is meditation in English. And we are doing, there's no meditation such as Headspace in France, uh, in French, so we're doing it in French. And, you know, we plan to do um, a lot of lot of other languages, like Italian, Spanish, Portuguese. And for German. Europe, for Europe. So Petit Bamboo, yeah. uh, it's PetitBamboo.com, is that correct? Yeah. In one word. And uh, and it's open now. It's not. It's not an invitation. You just opened it uh, for everybody to to, to log into. Yeah, absolutely. It is even open. Everybody can go to, to go to the website and you know create their account and start meditating. There's uh, eight meditation session of ten minutes, ten minutes each, um, to free to try. You can do it you know as as much as you want. And there's a subscription if you want to go further and have some more more deep. Or specific meditation, and we are launching the uh, the mobile application as well as as, uh, as soon as Apple validated. So it's it's done. I, it's, I like this application. It's working on my phone, but it's working only on the developer's phone. So mm-hmm. it's not really uh, not really uh, it's not what we want. We want to be it to be available in the store. It's going to be free to download, and hopefully it's going to be you know maybe in about a week. Uh, and you're just focusing on Apple, or you're going to do it on uh, Android as well? <coughs> We're going to do it on Android as well. Uh, the the fact is, that in the French market, iPhone there's a lot of iPhones, so we started with iPhone. Yeah. Uh, well, Android's still dominant. It's just that I think my feeling in France is that the iPhone has a stronger engagement, a stronger community, more utilization of the apps, and so, and plus the fact that Apple vets it so carefully. Kind of gives it a, a caution, a guarantee of the quality Absolutely. of what you're doing. Absolutely, but it's uh, we we've architecture of the system, so it's it's working on every single device. So the website is fully responsive. You can meditate, you know, even on your iPhone right now without the app. I see. You know, Using the web uh, and a sponsored web uh, app. Absolutely, absolutely, and it, uh, believe me, it's, it's, it's not an easy subject, <laughs> but it's working. So it's working. Uh, it's working on Android as well, and so, so it's not an application; right. it's a web page. Right. And but um, but yeah, to, to be to be honest, I'd, I'd be definitely happy to meet some Android developers <laughs> to help me do it because okay. I've never done it. All right, mm. another call to action. And, yeah. and so, Ludovic, um, what's your marketing plan? So you've got this out. You've got a million fans on your fan page. How do you plan to get people to get be aware of it? Because that's the that's the new grawl for for digital marketers today. You can create great content, you can create a great app, but no one comes. Yeah. So, but though, on the on the marketing standpoint, we have this you know this this media Petit Bamboo with one million fans, is kind of easy to activate. Uh, but still, I don't want to be I don't want Petit Bamboo to become uh, you know. Um, an advertising fan page. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this application, but I don't know. But we will keep his focus. His focus is to you know to to post on a regular basis some some stuff that triggers you know triggers the wheel of happiness of people. And so um, so hopefully I, I don't know how it's going to work. Actually, I, I don't know if you know the one million people are going to log into my website, you know, take some meditation and being so thrilled about it that they're going to subscribe. But the I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You we'll must see. you must have created in your mind some kind of uh, link saying, "Well, what if ten percent did it?" And uh, you know, have, have you not thought about the the type of potential 
uh, hook in of your customers, or you know, customers of your of your fans into your to become customers? I, I've, I have a, obviously I have a goal in my mind. You know, who uh, no, <laughs> the the but I try not to I try not to to focus too much on it because I also, I think it's going to be make, make me if I focus too much and I want to convert too many of of the you know fan fans of this fan page. Then I'm gonna be harassing them, and it's pretty much the opposite, right? So, let's say, let's you know, let's say I don't have any goal. I just want to you know talk yeah. to my to my community about this. If they want, if they want to try it, then they're gonna try it. Uh, if they don't, they don't. I, uh, I, and I'm I, gonna, you know, we got because I have a partner. We are partners. But even with two persons right now, I mean, I'm the only one posting on the fan page. I'm the you know, but but uh, I have to say, petitbamboo.com. We are two. Dot com. My partner used to be a business, uh, you know, top class business developer, and so he is is working now on you know on on press. Always, you know, so we're gonna advertise. You know, we're gonna advertise. Hopefully, you know, in the in magazines and stuff. Sure. And because people, you know, as mindfulness is pretty big in the U.S. Uh, in France, is still, you know, mindfulness. Uh, you know, I heard this uh, this quote from Louis Clemer. Uh, he said, you know, when you're talking about mindfulness in France, you know, people say, "Hey, you've been too long in San Francisco, dude." Yeah. Smoking <laughs> right? the big so, one. Smoking the big one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you know, I, I really think that it's uh, that's that's something that's been around for a thousand years, and it's a really good skill to add to to your skills portfolio for every single one of us, you know. Because you're gonna use it for stress reduction. You're gonna use it for your relationships. You're gonna use it, you know, develop some compassion, develop some, you know, some can, some lot of stuff, but, and also performance and you know, and focus. And you know, when I meditate, I walk twice as much without you know feeling any pain. But so you're gonna have to do a lot of evangelizing. Exactly, exactly, and that that cannot be only on Facebook. That has to be somehow if I want this. Uh, this project to succeed, and if I, you know, uh, we 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 will have as my partner to to be to be in the in the medias and the medias. We, we don't we definitely don't. It's really exciting actually because we don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> I mean, we don't know if the press going to welcome us or not, or we don't know. We don't know. We, and, what, and what about businesses? I mean, because with with the headspace, they have a whole program that goes into the more enlightened companies where they can provide the opportunity and the service for their employees to do that and Dave goes in and does these magical sessions in in companies is that something you're going to explore as well yeah absolutely absolutely uh, absolutely we we're, we're in the process of uh, of doing doing things doing this thing like this for one company uh we're kind of young so it's uh, you know young as a company so it's it's not our our first focus because we, we I think we have to build our legitimacy before we this gonna be this is gonna be doable you know on, on and we have to see now we are B two C kind of business so I don't want to focus too much on the B two B but but of course you know any 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 opportunity to deliver this message and to make people meditate then we will we will take it uh, with a, with the Dive into it with with great pressure and do it the the best we can. Are you the Dave? Are you, are you the Dave? Who's the Dave? Or are you no, sorry? We, 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 we can't, we can't Dave. Uh, uh, I wish I could 
he's skilled enough to be the, to be the Dave, but I'm not yet, or to be the Andy. I'm not yet. Sorry, Andy. Yeah, I have yeah. the same haircut. <laughs> That's true, exactly. But the uh, so you have somebody in France who specifically do yes it? yes we do we're working with uh, with meditation experts that have wrote a lot of books because uh, we because that's a science you you can't improvise yourself you know being you know being this meditation guy from from scratch and I'm not I'm not I'm I'm training myself to become but I'm you know to add you know this skill to my basket yeah and but, so when uh, you're and when not, you're looking at, in Spanish yeah. French and Italian you're also going to need to find people who have the knowledge and the voice because if there's a, for me one of the great things of Andy is his voice oh yeah he's got, he's there's got technique voice. but there's voice yeah the rhythm this his tone is you know he's 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 definitely he's, he has opened the he has opened the field for meditation you know to the masses and he's like, I heard someone say uh, I read the quotes on their books uh, on their website I sent it from Scarlett Johnson or a girl like this say hey he's no, no, not Scott Johnson. Okay, we'll have to check. Say, so he's a Jamie Oliver of meditation. He's done for meditation what Jamie Oliver has done for food. Huh. Like, and he's good. He's definitely good. And he's definitely good. He's definitely uh, someone, someone inspiring for us. Yeah, super. He is. Uh, uh, and, not only on from a, and not only from a business standpoint, I, I would say not really from a business standpoint. He's... Uh, plus, uh, more now, more on the more about his meditation skills and what he can bring actually it's, it's, and I like his I like what he's done actually he's been a clown he's been he's got strangest resume as he says and uh, uh, really, I like this kind of thing so Ludovic um, it's been a pleasure being with you talk about inspiring every time you come uh, for our sessions together up in Lille uh, everyone hangs on your every word uh, and I think you give great insights you bring your whole self to the the conversation which is always so agreeable and I think a lot of companies and brands can learn from that sort of attitude, that mindset that you bring. And, and I think in the end of the day, even if you are now building a business, the fact that you continue not to be, you know, obsessed by the insights and the, and the obsessed by all the numbers side of things is going to allow you to keep an authentic tone. And, and I really just hope, that's the sort of the, the prayer that one has to make, talking about religion, that that kind of mentality and mindset will be honored in the Facebook environment, including by Facebook management. So with this, Ludovic, it's time to go on in our daily lives. Been a pleasure to have you on the show. Tell us how can people find you, track you down, Ludovic? How can you track me down? Uh, so More fully. Is definitely a good, good place, you know, to, if, you, if you want to contact us or on my LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Ludovic Dujardin. I'm a bold guy, smiley. <laughs> uh, I don't I actually, uh, maybe I can ping you with my link, uh, uh, URL, because uh, I don't know it, actually. Or, 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 or you know, whatever it's uh, convenient for people to, to use, to reach. You know, there's so many things online, Skype, I'll, and, you know. I'll put that on uh, in the show notes. Ludovic, thank you so much for coming to the show, sharing us about the story of Petit Bambou and so much more about you. All right, take care, I'll be in touch. Take care. Thanks, Minter. Thanks for listening to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com. That's mindset with a Y. Where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please do rate it in iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs's Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors and neat.
different way to rid me of the grave and heal me with all your imperfections that you mention in your lack of questions we've got answers business leadership ownership and sales can be challenging tune into the accelerate your business growth podcast to learn from the world's experts join me your host diane helbig as i chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business you'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas tips and suggestions you need to realize greater success Get what you need for your business, when you need it, from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, 
and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.